Welcome back, everybody, to the Able Recipe Podcast, otherwise known as Attacking Anxiety, Able Rx. My name is Joseph from MassFactDiscovery.com, and today I will be your host for about five, ten, maybe a few more minutes. But we'll just jump right into it. Uh, I had my coffee, so I'm a little awake. I wanted to talk about something that it seems like it's I it's unfair but and at the same time I I kind of get it because you know I'm the little guy compared to like you know these big box stores but uh, so uh, we're gonna kind of be talking about the pandemic, but we're gonna not necessarily news about it, just like you know, side side stories, um, such as the N95 mask. So, uh, pre-COVID, my house like we had like an abundance of uh, PPE. Um, specifically surgical masks because those are like we always had them we had like hundreds of boxes so when the pandemic broke out and I lost my job I you know the first thing I did was I went on eBay and I saw people were buying so I just you know I told my dad I'm like hey I'm gonna sell a lot of these because the house we're gonna make money <laughs> you know i just lost my job so uh you know i was selling boxes like i i wasn't selling them for the price that they were but i don't believe i was price gouging because i was just pricing it the same as everybody else everybody was selling like a dollar for one so if you had a box for 50 it was like 50 bucks but in reality, a box for 50 should only be like, you know, six, seven dollars. But you gotta think about it. This was the height of COVID. And this was during a time when like everybody on the market, you couldn't find like, you couldn't find anything less than a dollar. So I just went, you know, I just went with what the market was selling it for. I didn't, I didn't go more or less. And I got banned. I got banned from eBay, so like whenever I go on eBay, they they, they don't even let me post anything anymore. So I lost eBay as a way of income. And that really pissed me off because eBay was there for for a long time, especially during my unemployment days. But I hopped on a new platform, and I actually like it much better. It's called Mercari or mercury I don't know how to um, I don't know how to really announce announce that or enunciate that I think it's mercury and mercury is a little bit different because you don't get paid right away you get paid uh, as the user or the buyer receives the item opens it and that's when they rate you um so once you get rated then you have to rate back and that's when you get paid so yeah the pay does have a little bit of a you are gonna wait a few days but i think it's a fair system uh 
it's still new so like getting sales is kind of uh easy uh if it's rel if what you're selling is relevant or if it's needed um but there are also there, there are also still rules too when it comes to masks like it's just like ebay you can't sell any n95 masks or any ppe there's a loophole around it but i'm not gonna say it here because um i would be reviewing my secrets but i'm just pissed off because i opened up a, a link right now to costco and so costco is selling uh n95 masks um they're available right now anybody can buy them uh they cost 339 dollars for a pack of 100 yes so like i said a hundred masks for 340 dollars let me tell you that is price gouging like a motherfucker because the price of an N95 mask is one dollar and you can you know you can well it actually depends on the mask like this would be normal price for a 3M like a 3M uh um those particulate masks like there's there's so many different kinds of n95 but um and there's even n100 but um like let's say you're running a meth lab or something you know what i mean <laughs> those are gonna be more like expensive than obviously the particulate one the one that anybody you know can wear like when they're just painting a room or you know just uh you need to cover up 95 percent um yeah so they're price gouging like a motherfucker and it's pissing me off because it's like how come they can do that like i opened up a shopify store and you know i was like i, I can open them up my own store then i'll sell my own n95 mask because i have my own uh sources uh my own connect sort of say um and i get i get them for a dollar so of course i need to turn a profit so of course i sell them for like i sell them for like three or four and yeah like it's the same thing it's like they tell me like you know they that i can sell it on my own platform but i can't advertise it like on instagram or i can't advertise it on uh any social network and that pretty much kills everything unless i was able to bring in organic traffic but then again there's been a lot of companies that sprung up out of nowhere during covid uh selling these masks too so that that kind of you know that's sketchy people rather just go on amazon or go on ebay and you know there's other places to go but they're not gonna just like look at a pop-up shop that sells clothes and be like oh i'm gonna just uh buy some mask here of course not because there's you know there is not trust you know they don't they don't know me as a brand they don't know me as a um podcaster or anything like that so it's like they're not invested in me and they probably think they're gonna get scanned but no like um i actually i've been giving out actually been giving them out 
like whenever someone orders a t-shirt then i just throw in the mask in there just for you know the hell of it just so they know like i got it on deck too but it's this is what pisses me off because i'm like wow like costco thank you thank you for providing us the n95 mask but at least don't fucking price gouge it like come on like you guys are supposed to be costco wholesale and i'm not talking about like the consumer side of because you know how there's a there's a business costco and then there's a uh consumer costco uh i'm not sure if you know the difference or if you've ever been in business costco but business costco like everything is a little bit cheaper and there's uh no tax if you have a business but um uh yeah like this is like i was about to buy some but i was like no this is ridiculous i might as well just get it from where i usually get it from like this is is not it's not appropriate you know i'm like what the hell all right so i'm not gonna talk about this all day but it's just something to think about like you know like the small guy you know the little mom and pop shops the small business uh person small business owner like they're really killing us like they're they're like putting us extinct you know barber shops nail shops uh any mom and pop store that's not like incorporated by a huge company venture capital they're like running us out and we're suffering the most due to this pandemic and you know and the thing is is that we have the resources to sustain ourselves but they're killing off our uh opportunity to be to compete because they have the trust you know they have the trust they have the big names they have the memberships they have the general public's attention and like even for me like if i was gonna make a decision so should i buy it from some random guy off the internet or should i buy it from costco most likely i'm gonna buy it from costco especially if it's like you know the same price so that's why i'm like come on guys like these masks are no more than a dollar you know they shouldn't be more than a dollar but that's fine you know all right so i'm gonna close that tab Psych2Go's vision is to make psychology more accessible to everyone. And with your help, we can make this a reality. Today's topic is on five signs your mental health is falling apart. Sharing this video with those who may need it will further help both them and our vision. In 1992, the World Federation for Mental Health declared October 10th as World Mental Health Day. This day has been celebrated for over 27 years by 150 countries around the globe, and with more every year. Mental health has quickly become one of the most pressing social advocacies of its time. In spite of this, there's still a startling number of people who fail to realize just how important mental health is. Emotional exhaustion is a serious concern, and burnout is considered an official mental illness by the American Association of Psychology. Both of these problems are a result of neglecting mental health. Looks like a 21-year-old male is missing in South LA. 
Uh, let's see what happened. A heartbroken mother is pleading for her 21-year-old son back after he went missing in South Los Angeles on Tuesday. Yahara Hernandez says her son Juan Carlos Hernandez went to work Tuesday night but never came home. I woke up at 5.30 in the morning and I want to go to bed. What are the warning signs your mental health may be at risk? 1. Your sleeping and or eating pattern has changed. Do you find it difficult to eat or sleep right, even though you haven't made any significant changes to your lifestyle? If you do, that's a serious red flag for your mental well-being. Changes to note can take the form of either sleep deprivation, oversleeping, overeating, or not eating enough. According to a 2010 study by Kilgore, dramatic changes in a person's sleeping and eating patterns are often associated with poor personal care. Both eating and sleeping properly are patterns essential not only to your physical health, but your mental health too. I noticed he wasn't in bed, she said. That's when I noticed that something was wrong. Juan was last seen working as a clerk at a VIP collective, a cannabis dispensary in South LA. The security guards at the dispensary say they closed the shop at 10 p.m. and parted ways, according to Yahira Hernandez. I'm thinking my son is probably out there somewhere, either hurt, possibly dead, because like I said, he couldn't have just disappeared, the mother said. She's concerned. On Thursday morning, Juan's, Juan's, uh, Juan's mom's car that he borrowed was found on Figueroa and 64th. What LAPD said, that working girls on Figueroa stated that they noticed the car running for a few hours. You hear it? Hernandez said, it's a very hot spot where they drop off vehicles and stuff like that. <laughs> I like how they said working girls. <laughs> that's where you get all the prostitutes. One hasn't called or texted his family or friends. His mother says is out of character for him. His family describes him as a good kid who was part of a neighborhood academic initiative from USC that prepares students for some, from South LA for admission to a college or university. He's a great kid, kind, great personality, always helpful. His mom said, if you know anything, report it anonymously. We don't care at this point who you are. I just need my son back, preferably alive. But if not, I just need his body. I need my kid back. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Los Angeles Police Department. Alright guys, so looks like uh, if anybody of you guys know who Carlos Juan Carlos Hernandez is, if you guys have heard of him, uh, if you guys know his whereabouts, please contact the LAPD. But I wanted to point something out here, and this is something that I... This is something that I, why I never wanted to work or apply at a dispensary. 
because uh and i know like the dispensary like i know it's good money i know i know that like it's a good opportunity to get work and i know that like there's you know the if anything's in, is striving or if anything is open and for business and stuff it's marijuana i mean if you go on indeed or any uh job board those are the jobs that are like you know they're always looking for people you know like trimmers uh people know how to grow people who can make sales there's a lot of jobs there but when it comes to a dispensary the way that you get paid you get paid on the same day you get paid in cash on the same day so it's it's very for me it's very sketchy because um uh it's a tax you know it's it's for in tax you know and talking about taxes like um i don't know if they keep record but that's one thing you gotta look out for um basically like yeah you can't be just putting money in the bank like that without any explanation where you got it or like if they know you're unemployed and stuff like that and and that's also a way of fraud because um technically when you're working in the dispensary you're not working you're a volunteer and they don't pay you they just compensate so i i think there is there is probably some kind of fraud going on uh i'm not saying it's related to uh you know this guy but um it's it's potential for fraud because well, you know you're not an employee when you work at a dispensary you're just a volunteer and you get paid every day so you know you could easily say that you're unemployed unemployed and receive unemployment benefits and at the same time you're actually receiving benefits i mean you're actually receiving uh compensation for your time so yeah um in terms of him being missing i think that probably might have to do with this is just my my assumption but i think it has something to do with how most most of these i mean let's let's be let's be real most of these uh collectives are they're run by you know like cartel when you don't get the rest you need it can make it difficult for you to concentrate and be productive it makes you more irritable, anxious, and stressed. On the other hand, an unhealthy diet can lead you to be less energetic, experience a loss of self-confidence, and more prone to depression. Two, you have unstable moods. Another common sign of poor mental health is having frequent mood swings. Do you find yourself feeling easily irritated or distressed by even the most minor inconvenience? If that's the case, your mind might be crying out for help. These sudden or intense shifts in your emotions are most likely caused by emotional exhaustion or overworking yourself. This symptom is telling you that you're past due and badly in need of a break. When you're neglecting your psychological health, your brain finds it more difficult to function and regulate emotions like normal. 
Because of this, you might find yourself feeling stressed out all the time, unmotivated to do anything, or overwhelmed by everything going on in your life. Even if it doesn't seem like that on paper, you know, and they probably have like another face to it, but most of them are cartel based and that that's kind of how they penetrate the market. But uh, not all of them, you know, there's many of them who are like, you know, American made, uh, you know, venture capital. Um, there's, there's, there's um, legit ones, but like a recent study found that more than, I think it was like more than on weed maps actually. Because uh, if you open up weed maps, you'll see like how there's all these delivery services. And basically anybody could have made an account like you can uh, you can't anymore but before you can make an account and just create a delivery a delivery service so that's what people were doing because we got we became legal so people just started opening up their own you know their own uh, delivery service and you know how if you just buy a bunch of weed you know make up a website and then give them the AP, give them the API it's like there you go and when somebody needed money or I mean someone needed weed all you had to do was you know order it and they just want to go drop it off and it was a completely legal, legal transaction because marijuana is recreationally legal but uh, to operate a business of marijuana is different because you have to pay taxes gotta pay for lawyers you gotta pay for uh permits and there's requirements you know you can't there's, there's a lot of requirements so a lot of people just basically backpaged it and that's what i think is going on here and uh, you know you don't know who you're working for you don't know what could happen if this is not his character and yeah like man how long has he been missing uh looks like Looks like he hasn't been missing that long. They found his car. Today is the 27th. Looks like he's been missing for about two or three days. I, uh, I felt bad. There's a picture of him. It says, uh, when he was 21. He was the scene. I don't know, never mind, but oh, he's been missing since the 22nd, damn, five days. Is there anything going on right now, five days? Is there like Brain Man or something? Nah, five days, I think, I, I think something happened to him, might have, uh, might have got, you know, uh, just might have been with the wrong people at the wrong time. And that's why, I, I like I said earlier, I, I wouldn't work at, I, I wouldn't work anywhere that's not federally regulated. Because, um, you know, even even though it's, it's legal recreationally here in the States, the feds can come in anytime and arrest everybody and not you know you, you get taken to federal prison like you know i mean you're not gonna get taken to the regular jail you get taken to federal so it's like 
yeah that's why like you know it is tempting because they made they make good money like people leave out there that day like at least two three hundred bucks um you know add that up to their work let's say they work five days it's a lot of money you know what i mean and they get paid on the same day and it's in cash so it's like it's you know the incentives are pretty good but the risk are just very high because if there's a raid you're included to be a part of the you know you're you're a part of the conspiracy you're a part of um you know you're a part of the organization basically so i i think maybe one thing i think what will happen is um it's either he he pat like you know something malicious happened and you know I, I can't speak more of that either something malicious or ice ice agents got him and they probably mistaken him or we don't know his residential status you know again it doesn't, it doesn't mention here if he's a citizen or not but that could be another thing um and once you're in that system it's probably so hard if you're not you know registered so he could possibly be in a detention center if they can find that out but those are just my two theories right now i'm gonna be following up on this story for a few days hopefully uh some good news will happen from it uh let's see what else is happening okay so the drug administration drug uh, enforcement administration sees zombie drug in north alabama zombie drug you guys can't see this picture but it looks like popcorn <laughs> it looks like a bunch of popcorn in bags so it says here law enforcement in north america er, my bad Law enforcement in North Alabama sees over nine pounds of a dangerous substance known as the zombie drug for the effects it has on users. North Alabama Drug Task Force. The only thing I know about zombie drugs is fence. I mean, uh, flaca. I'm not sure if this is what it is. Let's see. Law enforcement in North Alabama recently seized over nine pounds of a dangerous substance known as zombie drug for his or for its effects it has on users. Agents with the North Alabama Drug Task Force in Huntsville said the seizure included the synthetic drug known as Flaca, there you go, which can cause paranoia and hallucinations and can lead to violent aggression, self-injury and death. It can also produce a catonic or zombie-like state in users. Agents also seize nearly 2 pounds of MDMA or ecstasy, 21 grams of meth, and $5,500 in drug proceeds. Arrests in the case have not been announced. The street value of the seizure is about $2,900. Wow. Nice. Three, uh, 300, basically 300,000. Note, if you are purchasing something through one of our affiliate links, 
they may earn a commission. <laughs> I like how I like how they plug that after they they talk about drugs for sale. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was gonna say no to readers. If you purchase some flaca, we 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 get a piece of that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't do don't 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 fuck with flaca. I don't know if you guys uh know what flaca does to you. Um, it's funny because. Uh, when I was growing up, like I had, I had a homegirl named Flaka, and Flaka it always meant, I think it always meant skinny. Yeah, like it always meant like skinny, like like a girl who's skinny or somebody. Yeah, Flaka is skinny, and yeah, because it's a a. Oh, I don't know how that works, but yeah. Let's see, what is Flaka? Flaka is alpha. Pyro, Ladino, Pentil, Fenanon. I probably mutilated that. Um, is there any other term? Uh, its chemical term is uh, Desmethyl Pyro Valerum. Desmethyl Pyro Valerone. There you go. Damn. It's a synthetic stimulant of the catenon. Nah, I can't say these big ass words. But yeah, it's a designer drug. And everyone calls it Flaca. I wonder where it got the name Flaca. So, Flaca is psychostimulant which can cause hyperstimulation, paranoia, hallucinations. A PVP has been reported to be the cause or a significant contributory cause of death and suicides and overdoses caused by a combination of drugs. Has also been linked to at least one death, pulmonary edema, and moderately advanced atherosclerotic coronary disease and it was combined with pentadrone hmm so uh yeah I can see why this drug is schedule one but if you think about it okay so you know what else is a schedule one drug marijuana so it's they're like they put flaca they put this on the same schedule as marijuana just think about that for a second before you um do drugs <laughs> you know it's, it's 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 funny right uh marijuana is a schedule one drug yeah yeah like this drug right here turns you into a zombie it makes you eat people and they put it the same as marijuana like i don't remember anybody smoking weed and turning into a zombie most people just fall asleep and eat you know what i mean <laughs> and but this thing right here like flaca oh man it's crazy shit you've seen the pictures and the videos of people who are on flaca like they become it's it's like it's like this generation's pcp um you know how like back in the 90s and the 80s they were talking about how pcp was like so strong that like you can shoot somebody on pcp and then they'll just get right back up 
It's kind of like that. Like Flocka, you literally become zombie mode. You can probably, <laughs> you probably get shot and just like still keep moving and stuff. And for some reason, they tend to, you know, if you get too high on it, then yeah, they um, you'll start eating. Like you'll you'll want to eat people. I know this is a weird ass drug. Like I don't know who the fuck is making this and why the fuck they're making it, but they need to stop. This is not. This isn't. I mean, it's not recreational. Um, has no. It absolutely has no value in um, health-wise, and for the simple reason, it's a designer drug. Uh, designer drugs. Uh, how can I define designer drug? A designer drug is a structural or functional analog of a controlled substance that has been designed to mimic the pharmacological events or effects of a of an original drug. So, this is kind of like how um uh remember I don't know if you remember Spice. There was a there was there was like a similar weed or like. So like the army, they couldn't, um, you know how people in the army, they can't smoke weed, but then they, some of them need to take it because, uh, you know, for pain, they don't want to get on opioids and, you know, they just, just want to get high, but they don't want to fail their test. So spice was like a alternative because it looked like weed, smelled like weed, but it was a lot fucking stronger. I remember the first time I tried spice, I fucking tripped the fuck out, and I never wanted to do that shit again. <laughs> yeah, I never. Yeah, no, but it was it wasn't as bad as salvia. I think salvia. When I tried salvia, I was that one right there was a life changer. That was the first time I experienced uh, like uh, going out of my body and stuff. All right, so let's look. What else is in the news? Well, this is actually talk about oh, Verizon and T-Mobile stick to their 5G guns. I, I just recently, I recently just cut my Verizon, uh, cut ties with them, and I moved over to T-Mobile. Um, I actually, you know, I did a speed test and stuff, and it turns out T-Mobile with Sprint, I mean, I've always had Sprint for, for like the I've, I've had Sprint for like the last I don't know, uh, maybe two to three years, maybe three since 2018, so two years, uh, and I had Verizon for a few months, but like Verizon, it comes through for you when um when you're in like the if you're like in Hollywood Hills, like so like that's why. Verizon's kind of targeted towards, uh, you know, the upper class. I mean, I could have, I could afford it when I had a job and stuff, and that's why I, 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 you know, I chose to have Verizon. But now that I'm not working and stuff like that, it's like, I don't need, I don't, you know, T-Mobile works fine where I am, but where I used to work, like T-Mobile or Sprint, like had no, no reception. And that's usually in like Hollywood Hills or uh, out in the valley or anywhere like up north. Like for some reason, there's just no towers up there for a sprint. And 
uh, T-Mobile. But I mean, there is now. But at the time, that's that's why I chose to get Verizon. Because if I was working there, I was like, it's gonna suck if I have no internet, or if I have no reception at all. Like, how am I supposed to like, you know, call people or, uh, and like the job I was working is a it's called DSP, and so you're basically just a direct support person for someone who's mentally ill or someone who's um uh dis- disabled mentally disabled uh yeah so usually you, you just help them learn how to cook help them uh get ready for you know like you you um you're kind of like a coach for them and you know you don't you, you like you know convince them to take a shower and it's a it's a pretty easy job um until like they get pissed off and then that's when it gets kind of hard but like other than that like everything else is pretty much easy straightforward it's just like babysitting uh let's see oh a cop officer injured in altercation at lapd harbor station in san pedro okay ASMR ring the United States Postal Service collapse. What does that have to do with ASMR? We're gonna look at that after this one. Okay, so this one uh, I have to share because I I don't work, but I contract or I assist in San Pedro. So. Um, uh, so I have some listeners in San Pedro, and I wanted to, you know, share the story. Officer assaulted at LAPD station in San Pedro. Suspects took officer's gun and opened fire. No one struck in exchange of shots. Damn, if you're gonna steal somebody's gun, you might as well shoot. <laughs> That's that's the worst. You're about to go to jail. That's the worst because then you're gonna go to jail for stealing. Uh, you know, for that, that's probably a charge right there. I mean, shooting at a cop—that's already like capital. But then stealing their own guns—it's like, yeah, you're about to be in death uh, death row, bro. Let's see. Uh, this happened last night, September twenty-six at 11 12 p.m and it got updated this morning at 7:08. gunfire broke out in the lobby of the los angeles police department harbor station in san pedro on saturday night after a man came in got into a fight with a desk officer and gained control of his gun police said that the man then opened fire and a supervisor returned fire but no but no one was struck and the desk officer was being treated for an assault possibly a pistol whipping and a 29 year old suspect was later arrested damn 29 years old that's one year older than me what the hell is going on in the world the startling series of events was first announced in LAPD 10.28pm and a tweet saying there is a there is a significant police incident at LAPD's harbor station 
Later, LAPD chief Michael Moore explained a during a news conference at Harbor UCLA Medical Center what had happened. It began when the suspect walked into the lobby of the station when technically would have been closed to the public because of the coronavirus. Due the door may have been although the door may have been cracked. A desk officer came to see if he needed assistance and there was a discussion that led to an altercation, though officials did not immediately detail what the fight was about. The man eventually gained control of the officer's gun and fired several rounds that hit no one. The watch commander came to the lobby and fired at the man, but he was not injured and fled in a pickup truck. The suspect, whose identity was not immediately released, was arrested near 18th Street and Pacific Avenue. Officers expected to book him after he was treated for what were described as minor injuries sustained during the arrest. An arresting officer also had a minor, also had minor injuries. The gun taken from the desk was recovered, officials said. More said the officer injured in the lobby was resting <laughs> his ass was asleep that's why that's why he got his gun taken his ass was fucking fell asleep <laughs> okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not gonna right, he described him as a senior officer at the harbor division with several decades of service with the lapd yeah, his ass was probably sleeping on the job. <laughs> it, it was, you know, it was it was a uh, last shift. He was probably ass was sleeping or something, and he probably wasn't like a hundred percent when he was uh, when he approached the suspect. When we talk about desk operations, the desk officer is in the face of the police station. He protects the police station. He answers calls. He is the voice of the LAPD station," said City Councilman. Mm, sure that's not true well maybe maybe it is but usually because i've called uh, when i worked at all i don't know the last the last three years i've been working for jobs that where i had to call 911 or call the police it's usually they they have they have people there it's not well i'm not sure maybe here there's probably like one officer because san pedro is such a small city um maybe not more things happen in san pedro but i could imagine there wasn't there's not just one person you know that's answering the phone there has to be someone else there so and a lot of times like the phone calls are actually they're routed somewhere else um, they're routed to like well if you press 911 of course it's going to be routed to uh, the, well, wherever you are it gets routed to the closest you know place and then that's why you ever got put on hold when you're on 911 because then they direct you to like the closest police station to where you're at or uh, ambulance if that's where you need to be uh, yeah because I uh, when I was working as a medical technician or medication technician, people will often fight, and you know, when someone's bleeding, I have to call. Before I used to call 911, and I and I realized that that takes forever, 
so I started calling the you know the police station like right away because that came they came much faster that way and yeah I'm thinking that this guy was probably like half asleep like how can I don't know how somebody can take that like he probably got some shit for that the police officer because yeah uh he definitely got some shit for that but I mean good thing nothing happened to him uh no good thing nothing happened to anybody actually um that was a dumb move bro like whoever the dude is like there's certain things you know in life that it's just not worth it you know what i mean like you know it's like late at night and like what are you going to like why would you go to a police station you know what i mean like what like like you know like that this is why like this, like this is why there's room in jail for people like this because no normal minded person would just go looking for trouble and basically asking for like you're you're basically just asking to get arrested because you're going to a police station and you're trying to fight a cop <laughs> like you know what i mean like what was the whole point of having a pickup truck like you know i don't know i don't see any point in that i mean he didn't even have it looked like when he stole the gun he probably didn't have any intentions of uh of shooting the cop because he didn't he missed all his shots and i'm pretty sure they were in pro in close proximity so it's like how'd you miss you know and not just that like this is starting to sound more like a mental health issue um within the person who maybe you know maybe he was he might have had some kind of uh uh hateful thoughts or something maybe he had something on his mind that was bothering that's what i'm thinking because i'm like what like what why else would somebody do that like no one in their right mind even like the toughest og of any gang knows not to just go up to a police station and try to start uh altercation there because that's like snitching on yourself you know what i mean like that's that's basically snitching on yourself uh i mean i mean that's like getting yourself arrested you know and this that's a huge charge he's uh, he's about to he's about to be in jail for a while but this is why like let me uh drift off for a little bit to like um some information about like how police work so i know you know all of us are bad in some way like you know all of us have you know all of us do sometimes illegal stuff or sometimes we uh yeah let's say you know sometimes we do stuff that's not necessarily right but i'm not talking like you know anything harmful just maybe something that you could get arrested for but it's not really harmful you know but like the police probably know about that like they they probably like put it this way like when it comes to like drug dealing like they probably know uh who the small drug dealers are you know they probably know like everybody on the block who 
who's involved in it, like, who's, uh, they know, but they also learn that, like, you know, some of these people who are involved in doing this, like, small drug dealing and stuff, they're just not, it's not that, like, they don't, it's not, it's not, like, you know, they're not, there's no bias, it's, it's just more like, is this person a piece of shit? You know, they think about that. Like, they think, is this person a piece of shit? Or, like, what, why, like, what is it that's making him do what he does? Like, does he actually provide for his family? Does he actually, um, you know, like, you know, is he a bad person in general? Is he, uh, doing any other crimes? Like, they take all that into consideration because of uh, how overpacked the jail is. So they just want to get the most scum, like the biggest scumbags out of the streets because that is good for society. It's what's bad for society is lo- is locking up every single person that's involved in it because there's people who there's like old there's, there's like old ladies who are like, you know, probably like about to die and then they're selling fucking you know they're they're um, opioids to people because they need to make money because they didn't get retirement money and they just need some money for help you know so they sell it to like a local uh kid or something i don't know you know i'm just i'm just like throwing stuff out there because yeah like maybe she doesn't take fucking because uh, <clears throat> uh when you're old like i know this no the doctors know that you don't uh, have that much energy and time to be going to the doctors, so they usually prescribe you like a big ass like load uh, to keep you, you know, to keep you from coming back and forth all the time and having to make you do all those trips. They usually give you like a lot, like maybe like I think up to like a two hundred. I think up to like two hundred and forty pills. I'm not sure, but then that's a lot for a month, you know. So. And, you know, the street value of, like, opioids is, is high, especially right now. So it's like, yeah, are they going to really, like, think about it, are they going to arrest the old lady? Well, what, like, well, why would, <clears throat> like, what would be the point, you know? Because if they don't get it, like, if they don't get it from her, they're going to get it from someone else. If they don't get it from someone else, they're going to make it. And if they're gonna make it, they're gonna make that shit. They're gonna make it worse. It's like sometimes you have to think about how like how the law enforcement thinks and this is this isn't how they used to operate. They used to you know, before it was like you do something bad, you you know, you're gonna pay for it. But now it's a little bit more tactical because it's like we can't just keep throwing people in jail for doing something illegal or for doing something uh, because they needed money or doing something because they needed uh, help, you know, and, and not because, like, especially right now, like, think about it, like, there's people on offer up, like, literally selling things that, like, no one would buy, like, you know, I'm just like, why would they put this on here? But, you know, like, so, like, we're all, a lot of people are struggling and we're test, you know, we're being tested and stuff. Uh, waiting on checks, waiting on help, uh, trying to stay safe at the same time. It's like, yeah, there's gonna be some shit. And, you know, there's all this talk about, you know, defunding the police. You know, it's taking, it takes a lot longer now. 
uh, like if you call 911, it's, it's going to take a long time before uh, anybody shows up to your door because the, the whole defund the police thing. But my thoughts on like politics and stuff, like when it comes to um, like the BA, like, like the Black Lives Matter movement, I I support I support Black Lives Matter as a as a philosophy as a like as a human right and stuff but I don't support the group because the group doesn't know that they're not actually the group it's not they have no order you know there's no leader there's no no none of them are you know there's no leader and if there is a leader he's not you know his name is not it's not good it's not well known it's not even you know it's not, it's not good enough you know like how let me you know how like all right so let me put you in on something so i understand that like a lot of um black lives are taken every year because of an unviolent crime and stuff like like i think the one of the most um unjustified was the brianna taylor thing but we'll get into that too in the case of like george floyd like that was just that was murder like that cop was a piece of shit you know like he that he that guy deserved to go to jail um yeah there there is piece of shit like think about like how many cops there are and you know they are assholes but they're not all assholes that are gonna hurt you but they are trained they are they're, they're like you know they're trained to survive they, well, all of us are like if you put a gun if someone give you a gun and stuff and then you have to put yourself in the situation if someone if you had a gun and someone was coming out of their car and it looked like they're reaching for something and you know that you're a target of yourself don't you think you would be a little bit more vigilant no don't you think like you'd be a little bit like un you know like un you wouldn't I, I, like to me it doesn't matter what color you are like if i'm if i have a gun pointed at you and and stuff like that then basically you know if i see you reach for something i'm gonna shoot because i rather because it's my life or you know it's my life versus your life and i'm not about to die out here for like 30 bucks an hour fuck that you know what i mean so that's why i know it sounds i probably sound like you know i'm against the whole movement but i'm not I think I think people want a reason to be mad they want a reason to like tear down the city they want a reason to to you know just cause <clears throat> to just cause straight up anarchy um and there's you know several reasons why because you know we're not getting help we're not working we're probably a lot of us substance abuse is going up like I I can see everybody's frustration and stuff and but like the truth is that like there's probably more police officers that have gotten hurt this year than there was of you know 
uh, African Americans who didn't fight back, or who, I mean, African Americans who, who, um, who were fighting back against the police. Because there's a lot of people every day who get pulled over, black, white, Asian, Mexican, whatever, and not all, not every single case gets shared. Not every single case is also ends that way. Like some people actually just really just give them their you know their license registration and then they go on with their day, and then you have people who are a little bit more like fuck you like you know you can't ask me for this shit, and then of course you have to think about it like being a cop, it, it's not that they it's not that they're trying to like be on their high horse or anything, but like think about like when people talk to you like when people talk to me like in a certain way I get pissed. And then, like, it's like, you know, you're just trying to do your job. You ever been mad at somebody when you're at work? Like, if you even if you work at McDonald's, like, you ever been pissed off at somebody? Like, a customer? Especially the customers, you know, when they treat you like shit, throw money, like, throw money at you and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, there's people are shitty, like, no matter what job you are. But just as a cop, you're going to make those mistakes. Like, if you work in food, like maybe you gave the wrong order one time right you fucked up that's like a cop but it's different it's it's com- i mean you can compare it because that's the same level of well of course not not in terms of like life and death but i mean in terms of the mistakes that could go wrong on the job so if you're working at, a, at like a food place what could go wrong is you give the wrong order right and the same thing as a cop what could go wrong you fucking killed somebody so it's like no one's immune no one's like no one's perfect right when it came to the whole Breonna Taylor thing like I I kind of I got pissed because of the you know the the lack of justice but you have to you have to look at the law. The law in Kentucky is, um, they follow the, uh, I think it's called the Castle Doctrine, or the Castle, it's basically like, you're protected as long as you're in your own, if you're in your own house, uh, then you can stand your ground. So, the they weren't after Breonna Taylor, they are after the guy that she was with. So, he had he basically had no right he had no right to safety in her house because that's not his residence so basically like like um you can like if you're in your own residence and stuff like the cops can't really like you know go after you unless they i mean if they have a warrant like then yeah but i mean they can't like they can't shoot you because you're they're in your property so that's you know the castle doctrine if you shot them that's standing your ground and you're in the right you're right for that however like he wasn't in his own house he was in someone else's house so that's why the castle doctrine failed there because he has no right to safety there so when they raided and he started you know he started firing of course the the police are going to start firing back too and you know what I believe that she, Brianna Taylor, I believe she deserves justice and stuff, but 
I think she was just hanging out with the wrong guy. Uh, she was. I think she was with the wrong person, wrong time, and she probably didn't know about his life like that. She probably did. I, I don't know. But like, yeah, you gotta really just know who you're fucking with. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it basically, that's all I gotta say. Just know who you're fucking with. Like, yeah, because they can you know they can get you in trouble they can drag you into their bullshit and that's what happened here and i don't see anybody getting mad at the black dude uh her boyfriend i don't see anyone getting mad at him it's like to be honest like he's the one who brought her to get i mean he's the one who he brought the danger onto her if he really cared about her, he wouldn't be sleeping at her house. I mean, yeah, like if you know that you're involved in, and and this is I'm talking about castle doctrine. You know, if you know you're involved in that shit, like why would you put somebody else's life in danger? Because the police can get you because you're not. You, they can't do that here, like in California. You know, in California, if you're in, you're inside someone's residence. You're entitled to the same uh, safety as any any other citizen, but I mean, in a state that's castle doctrine, stand your ground. He can't stand his ground. That's not his house. That's her house. But yeah, I know I know like a lot of people are gonna disagree with me, but the the reason why they didn't have a guilty verdict uh, was because that's just the way the law their law is in kentucky it's hard i know it's hard to swallow that pill but it's the truth and how they got you know how they um how how they got one charge for shooting at a neighbor then that makes sense because the neighbor had nothing to do with it right so that's that is the cop's fault and uh, i think they did take the fall for that um right now i think they're gonna take they're probably gonna have to take this to federal because uh like in a it's like you know in the state election i mean state case is not gonna it's not gonna um be in the uh favor of the people because everybody is just emotional right now and but you know emotions don't make things right or wrong they're just emotions I know, and I know. I feel, I feel the injustice. You know, I understand it, but you also, you also have to remember the law, and we have to remember who we're blaming. Because if we're, we, we can't just blame the cops right away. Because if the guy got up to defend himself, I mean, the fact that he had a gun on him. Well, actually, in Kentucky, anybody can have a gun on them. But like, you know he put her he's the one who put her in danger and that's what i think people are not acknowledging like they, they're just thinking like no the cops are after us black people and maybe some are but in this case i don't think so i think he i think he brought the danger on her why that's does i mean if anything he's probably been hiding out you know, I mean, they, if they're doing if they're doing a surveillance on him, they already knew where he was going. So, I mean, for it's, it's just not right, though, for Brianna Taylor. That's why I'll say it's not right for her because she had, I don't know if she had nothing to do with it, but it sucks. And 
that's my that's gonna be my opinion about it I know I've been holding it back on it but yeah so my opinion is that the according to the law the cops win because it's castle doctrine state uh, he had no right to protection because he wasn't in his own house so uh, he put somebody else's life in danger uh, so that's classic doctrine um, you know and we have to look at it from there uh, from a federal stance maybe he, they're gonna the cops are gonna be indicted like after the FBI do their cases and study and stuff I think they're I think they're gonna get indicted um, definitely but that's gonna take a little while um, uh, what was the other thing I want that people were asking um, Guy, it was a recent case too. Well, it left my mind already. Coffee is already wearing down, but I think it's been a long few minutes, so I'm gonna head out. I know this podcast was kind of just like news related, and I just wanted to check in and really just you know update, update you on know, what's been going on, and you know I'm just trying to get through this year. All of us have been through a lot this year, and uh. We're gonna, you know, I think we're gonna go into 2021 up to possibly another year. If we can't get it down, then yeah, it's gonna just add another year. But definitely 2021 is gonna have COVID. Like, I think the end of COVID will be like 2023, 2024. That's just my assumption. Um, Unless, like, those vaccines do work, then maybe uh, there'll be something different. But for now, we don't know. But, I mean, what we do know is that it's going to be here 2021. So, you know, let's get healthy. It says here, take a lot of vitamin D. Uh, if you're deficient, of course, you don't need... If you're... Uh, but if you're deficient... Um, you can look up online or ask a doctor uh, to give you a blood test, but most likely you are if you've been in the house, like, you know, all freaking COVID, then yeah, you're probably depleted of vitamin D. So just stay healthy, fucking sanitize your hands, um, wear a mask, and don't wear, wear the proper mask. Wear, just wear a, a surgical mask is good enough get the black one it looks nice and they're only like 25 cents each on amazon so uh yeah like we gotta get through this together and the only way we're gonna get through this is if everybody pays attention and listens because other than that coronavirus is never going away and this is gonna be the end of humanity like literally this is gonna this is already the end so Y'all stay safe, have a blessed week, and I'll catch up with you on better topics to talk about. I know this is uh, kind of some heavy stuff to end the week or to start the week with, but it's more of an inspiration to just try to be better than who you were yesterday and just keep moving forward. I'll see you guys in the next next podcast. Uh... I haven't been active on YouTube. I've been active on Medium. 
lately you can check out my medium and yeah, maybe i might release a video today we'll see but for now i'll talk to you guys in the next episode peace love god bless cases, some people experience anxiety or panic attacks from not being able to cope with emotional stress. 3. You feel disconnected from everything. Do you find yourself isolating from people you're normally very close to? Social withdrawal and isolation are some of the worst consequences of poor mental health. When this happens, you begin to lose interest in previously enjoyed social activities and don't want to be around anyone, even loved ones. You feel disconnected from everyone. You find yourself apathetic and emotionally numb, despite being outgoing or friendly before. These symptoms are critical signs that you need to start taking better care of yourself mentally. Isolating yourself from others can make it harder for them to help you, so you need to do your best to help yourself. If not, the possible worsening chronic loneliness, emptiness, and loss of hope may lead to severe consequences. down most of the time. Have you been experiencing frequent or prolonged depressive moods? Do you find it hard to feel any sort of pleasure anymore, even from things that used to make you happy? This is a cause for concern when it comes to your mental health. Aside from being moody and irritable, most of the time, people whose mental health is hanging on by a thread will seem disinterested, unmotivated, and exhausted. 5. You have difficulty concentrating. Do you have difficulty maintaining your focus and finishing tasks, even when the tasks are easy? If you find that it's harder than usual for you to concentrate, recall information, analyze problems, or even verbalize your own thoughts, then you're definitely suffering from mental exhaustion. Based on a 2007 study by Steltz and others, a majority of people with declining mental health show signs of impaired cognitive functioning. Commonly known as brain fog, this can happen when you're putting too much on your plate and not allowing yourself the time needed to rest your mind and do things you enjoy. Today's industrialized, competitive, and somewhat depersonalized society makes it so easy to neglect your mental health in favor of keeping up with your hectic schedule. So, being aware of the signs of mental illness could save your life and can help you from spiraling into depression or anxiety. If you struggle with any of these issues, please reach out to a mental health care professional today and get the help you need. Do you resonate with any of the signs explained in this video? How many signs do you resonate with? How are you coping with it so far? Let us know in the comments below. Love this video? Subscribe to Psych2Go for more mental health and psychology content. Don't forget to like this video and share it with someone who would benefit. Thank you for watching.